0: And welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Stephen Gatchell, Big ID's Director of Advisory. In today's session, we'll cover digital transformation, a transformational mindset, and organizational structures. I have the pleasure of talking with Talal Butt, Global Vice President in Enterprise Transformation and Architecture at Rockwell Automation. Talal, thank you for joining us today.
1: Hey, thank you, Stephen. Glad to be here.
0: When you look at how your company has looked at the operating model itself in regards to, to digital transformation, can you share a little bit about how you guys roll? I mean, I think you shared a little bit already on, on how you're trying to have the innovation inside the business and so forth and dispersed a little bit. But I think people ask this question all the time. Should I have a centralized model, a decentralized model, federated model? All these things mean different things to different people. So I'd love for you to expand on that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm a big believer, you know, using agile principles when you are really embarking on big transformation journeys, and there's multiple reasons for it. You know, one of the key ones is that when you're embarking on big transformation journey, you just don't really know everything up front. You have a vision, you know, kind of where, you know, the north side is, you know, your north star is and where where you want to kind of uh, head. But there's a lot of unknowns along the way, right? So you got to have an operating model, which is based on agile principles, you know, where you have dedicated aligned teams working on specific products or capabilities, and they're going through this cycle of hypothesis, ensuring that we kind of take the next step get some seed money and, and verify that hypothesis, then get a little bit more money to kind of produce an MVP, then get a little bit more money to kind of scale it if, if that's where we want to go. So you're constantly kind of iterating. So you have dedicated teams aligned that are constantly kind of iterating to build build out the right thing um, as long as the need exists. And you can scale that across the organization. So it, it does two things. A, it provides consistent value back to our stakeholders whether it's business or our customers because in short intervals you're seeing something that they can use see feel and actually put into practice number two it helps you learn from the mistakes that you will make and you will make a lot of mistakes when you are in the transformation journey and a lot of times you just as i said you just don't know the exact path to get to the end goal but you kind of have a a vision of you know where you're going, so you're gonna kind of try a few things, and if you don't really have this uh, iterative agile kind of process built in into the mindset and into your organizational structure, um, it becomes very difficult to retreat back when uh, a misstep happens. So, so I think that's a, a really important piece, and then the third piece really is that you know ensuring that the whole organization eventually starts to think about it in those terms. So it's not just like a technology way of executing, but this is how we look at solving big hairy problems in an iterative manner, ensuring that there is very clear accountability um, from both our stakeholder and technology side to begin with. And then you start to kind of chip away at it and figure out what the right solution is. And you may take a path that is not right in the beginning, but you have you can quickly, you know, withdraw and then, you know, uh, try something different, which would work. So I, I think the operating model to us at Rockwell, and even prior to me joining Rockwell, that was a big part of kind of my toolkit <laughs> to say, hey, and if you want to embark on these big journeys, you got to have the right operating model. You got to have the right execution model so that you can learn and adapt and deliver things at a quicker, uh, quicker pace.
0: Yeah, and I and I hear this a lot. Like people like talking about failing fast, right, and celebrating failures. I've yet to see companies really do that, to be honest with you, Talal. Right, um, in an agile environment, and and you you are going to have these concepts where you go down a, a specific path, and maybe you don't go down the right path, but because it's agile, you you get back on the right path very quickly. But do, you, do you, your company actually celebrate failures? Do you have a path where, like, if you're not taking enough risk, then you're not really trying hard enough? You're not being innovative enough? Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think it, so. I would say it's for a lot of organization, that is a big part of a culturally driven phenomena uh, as well, right? So Rockwell being an engineering company, we deal with that all the time as well, where it's a very engineering mindset which is hey, I want to know exactly what needs to be built up front. What are the specs? We're gonna go build it and and make sure that it's it's according to specs. And um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that for specific products. Like we you know, as I said, you know, we we build these PLCs and drives and you kind of have to have specific specs and you're gonna know exactly what you are what you are doing. But when these kind of big transformation efforts come along, you don't necessarily have your path figured out. You kind of have, have a lot of pieces in place, but you have to kind of glue them together and fix and figure them together. So to your question of have we failed and have we've celebrated it? We have done a lot of missteps in our transformation uh, journey, but I would say that, you know, because our operating model was there, the agile operating model was there, it helped us recover from it. It also helped us tell the story to our senior leaders in the in the right manner as well where they could comprehend it because we could you know reframe the discussion appropriately to say hey this is kind of where we're going we're gonna try a b and c these are our options you know hey we tried a this is what we're finding uh, it may not be the right path so we're gonna quickly pivot to b but we're gonna get to our end goal and they saw that you know through our you know um uh you know steps forwards and step backwards and sideways that we did get to our end goal and we provided the value. Yes, it took us in a little bit different path, but in the end of the day, outcomes matter, right? So, you know, uh, those outcomes were delivered. As I said, we build on some of the small successes, the the things that didn't go well. We were not shy about talking about them, but we also didn't dwell on them as well, right? So, you know, our frame of reference really was that, yeah, this didn't work. This is what we learned from it. So now we're going to do this, which we think is going to be the right path. And the, with the right leadership support, which we believe we we had along the way, you know, those things did not become a huge, um, you know, uh, huge issues for us.
0: Well, it sounds like they're not huge issues because you managed expectations up front, right? You're setting a clear communication path. You have that change management program in place. To ensure that you manage those expectations—that hey, everything is not going to be 100% on the right path—and we're going to do this in, in, in a digital transformation manner with agile principles, et cetera, et cetera—then we are going to have some failures, but that's part of the normal process. So, managing expectations and managing uh, senior executive sponsorship and, and continuing that path is is critical. It sounds like to your to your success.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I, I like the phrase "learn fast" better than fail fast. So yes, you know, you try things, but what, what happens is that you learn through it. And as long as you're learning from that experience, it is also giving you a path forward to what to do next, right? So, but if you didn't learn from it, then it's just fail fast and and it's all work, uh, you know, work done under the water. So <laughs> Excellent. So so look, I know we're
0: coming up on time here. So any last thoughts that uh, we did not cover perhaps today, uh that you want to share with the audience or any parting comments?
1: Uh yeah, well, first of all, thanks for the opportunity. I mean, you know, as I kind of mentioned uh, in, in my discussions with you, Stephen, I think, you know, digital transformations are very difficult. Uh you know, you don't make friends. Uh, doing them, uh, it's it's a lot of hard work from a lot of different angles. You know, one from just managing expectations, as we, as we were just talking about it, managing the change and impact and the communication, but also ensuring that you know the overall objectives of the transformation are met. So you know, the leaders who are in those roles, you know, have a have a big, tough job ahead of them and um you know what i have always kind of found really helpful for me was to kind of connect with other leaders in the space uh, that are going through the same journey because what i found was that we're all kind of you know have similar stories they may be in different industry or different context but um you know relying on your peer network group is extremely important it's catharsis that that happens it's also a lot of learning that happens in that as well because it's um, uh, it's a it's a big rock that you're trying to lift, and not everything is going to per- go perfectly. There's going to be a lot of pushback, and there's going to be a lot of friction. But if you believe in the mission, if you believe in um, you know the work that needs to be done, then you got to keep pushing forward, and and utilizing your network broadly you know helps a lot um, in in professional learning, but also uh, ensuring that you have the right connections if issues come up and you need more support.
0: Well it's great. I hope your network is as generous with their time as you have been today. Appreciated the conversation, enjoyed it very much. So, uh, please visit cdo-magazine.tech for additional interviews and thank you to the audience for your time. All right, thank you.